0: We'll start with the uh, homeless uh, demonstration, the protest by the homeless people in Point Douglas wanting a garbage bin. Before we talk about that with homelessness advocate Al Weeb, who joins me quite often on this issue, here is some background from Global News reporter Abigail Turner
1: piles of garbage were purposely put here along higgins and annabelle during the monday morning commute in an effort to grab the city's attention people living in nearby encampments say they want the city to drop off a permanent garbage bin to help keep their area cleaner uh, the health hazard alone with the rodents you know feasting on on the garbage is not healthy people driving by taking pictures and thinking that we're we're pigs you know and it's not our fault we're waiting for the, the city to actually put up the bin so that we can get rid of this garbage. Robert Russell had said earlier Monday that if the city didn't respond by 3 p.m. they were going to block traffic again. However, the city released a statement saying it continues to work with community organizations on finding solutions to the garbage concerns, but says it will not be providing permanent garbage bins. Saying, quote, experience has shown us that unlocked bins placed in a public setting attracts unintended and unwanted users like those seeking to illegally dump renovation waste. The city also said, as it would look at regularly scheduled waste pickup in this area as an option as well. I'm glad to hear that that uh, they're willing to, to talk about a, a, a solution right And that's all we wanted is a solution to this problem. Uh, a bin is why we asked because the um, amount of garbage that's there is going to take about a bin to get rid, to get rid of it brussels says he is hopeful the city will follow through in providing alternate waste options as soon as possible abigail turner global news
0: all right al weeb homelessness advocate come on in here good morning
2: yeah uh, good morning help
0: i'll let you thanks react you to this story yeah thanks for doing this i'll let you <laughs> react to this story and yesterday's developments what you just heard there from abby and and then all will the way mm-hmm. in what do you think of this yeah,
2: well, you know, um it's been a problem since, uh, you know, COVID, um uh not having enough uh, garbage receptacles. You know, remember, you know, people uh, who are experiencing homelessness were eating all their meals outside. Uh you know, whether it was +30 or -30 and there was garbage all around because there were not, not enough garbage receptacles everywhere. And um, you know, this is this has been going on for probably two years where it's been really out in the public. And, you know, because of lack of receptacles, people blaming the the homeless for, for the uh, garbage issue. And, you know, I, one of the things that really struck me during that piece on Global was the fact that they don't want to put a permanent bin down, which I, 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 I don't necessarily agree with, because other people will use it for construction, debris, and all that kind of stuff. Isn't that right. different? Uh, big, they're not actually blaming the folks who are homeless for or causing a problem, they're blaming other people for using those those bins. But um, you know, again, it's been a problem for a while, and I think the the city is respond. You know, it needs to respond and actually give them some receptacles to to do this and just uh, use it as a as a regular um, you know stop off uh, in garbage collection. Uh, that's my opinion on it. And you know, as far as blocking off the street, not the most appropriate way. But how do you get attention when they're not paying attention to you? Uh, how do you get people's attention and of course this is just going to create another negative narrative with it, with you know the general public about garbage being on on, on the middle of higgins
0: well nah, i'm going to spin but, it i'm going to spin i'm going to spin it around let let me give you my yeah. thoughts on this yeah um, for sure, absolutely because i think uh this is uh uh well first of all the gar- give them a garbage bin all i hear exactly. from people all i hear from people is oh it's a mess all the garbage look at it here mm. is uh, an encampment of homeless people that want to yep. keep their area tidy and clean, Entirely, give them a yep. garbage bin. And if somebody comes and dumps it illegally, put up a, a $20 camera, catch them at it, charge them, fine yep. them, do whatever you got to do, but give them a garbage can.
2: Give them a garbage bin. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? <laughs> yes. And, yeah, uh, well, it, it's and, so and
0: simple. Why, why are we making this more complex than it needs to be? It,
2: it is. and you know I I've, I've reached out to Vivian Santos who's the counselor and I worked with her on a, on a couple of things uh, and I haven't got her opinion back on it yet but but you know you have to they had to do something because the city wasn't paying attention they were not you know paying attention to to what they were asking for so how do you get somebody's attention without creating you know you have to do it by creating uh, some visible uh um, demonstration right Mm-hmm.
0: And and on the demo, let me talk about the protest itself. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Listen, um, you know, whenever you're blocking traffic, it bothers me that you're doing that. There's ways to get yeah. attention without doing that. Yeah. But here's yeah. what I like about this. Through all of this discussion about Winnipeg's homeless, we have mm-hmm. never really heard from the homeless. It's rare that it we heard. hear from the homeless. And finally... So now- we're hearing a voice, right? And so everybody else is weighing in on our homeless issue and uh, the garbage and people and mm-hmm. bus shelters and everything.
2: Finally, yeah. we're hearing a voice from the homeless. The very first time on air, I heard the voice of a homeless leader out there, uh, about uh, you know a leader of a camp, of a camp, and that isn't that a refreshingly remarkable thing. <laughs>
0: i think so i think it's a positive out of this right it, it uh, that is, we're is, that it. we're hearing them getting involved in what they're dealing with and you and i've talked many times alan i'll just remind yeah. people al was homeless al had a big six-figure job found himself homeless and now he's an advocate uh, for the homeless so you have been there I I think it's really key that we deal with this issue with compassion. I understand all the things I've heard from people about garbage and bus shelters and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. violence and drug abuse. And I I hear all of that. But we have to deal with this with compassion and making sure that the homeless have dignity in the end.
2: Exactly. And you know what? Uh, And give them a – it seems like such a small thing. But why is there such a big deal where – planting a bin down there we have lots of bins why not plant a bin down in the end but I know there's that that area there w- w- was uh, we had a memorial service there one day for the person that uh, that uh, burnt herself to death last year or a year and a half ago and uh, you know uh they want to have they they want to keep the area clean let's help them do it this is the first time they're actually asking for that and yeah. you know how many more times have have they wanted to to to, to, to you know, uh, keep an area clean, but it's, you know, during COVID, it was so, so hard on them, you know, eating all their meals outside the in the paper bags, brown paper bags. Right. And there was so much complaint about it, but there was no way to put the garbage even at that point in time. And there was a big, you know, uh, issue raised about it. And, and, and it's, it's the same issue right now, except finally we're hearing a voice. Like you said, we're hearing a voice. A yeah. of the people actually in the camps asking, you know,
0: and all of that said, everything we've said now, uh, Al, um, I, I will just say this. I want a roof over every one of their heads. It oh, is yep, the situation yep. that we're dealing with now perfect, far from perfect, right? No. Nope, but nope. if we can give them a garbage can and they can keep their area tidy, let's do it. In fact, yeah. if I was a garbage bin company, I would mm-hmm. be right now saying, you know what, I'm going to provide a free garbage bin. <laughs> And, and and do something right for these people that want to keep their area clean. I, I know uh, all the other negative stuff that comes with homelessness. I understand yeah. that. We have to deal with this issue. It's not happening fast enough, in my opinion. But when they ask oh, for no. a garbage can, let's give them a garbage can.
2: It's so simple. It is so simple. And, you know, that's a part that why are, why are we having to deal with this? It, because it's such, such a simple solution. And, you know, again, you know, those... Yeah, those camps are are domiciles, are homes for those folks. And you know, right in our in our constitution, right now it says people have a right to housing, and it doesn't it doesn't differentiate what kind of housing. And and you know, those tents are housing for those folks, right? They have a right to be there, you know. Yeah, and, and, uh, and we've but, got, and we've
0: got to get them if they don't want to be there. We and I understand many of them do, but if they don't want to be mm-hmm. there, we have to figure out a way to get them where they want to be, and that's taking too long,
2: Alan. You and I have talked about it that is. for a long time. Yeah. Uh, the federal government at least is taking small steps of over 100 years behind, you know. Uh, but they are at least taking small steps and contributing more money to the reaching home, you know, to create more housing that's, uh, that's you know, geared to, geared to income and, and uh, low-income housing. So at least the government is, is taking small steps for the first time. They had a budget that was called the housing budget. So they are making small incremental steps, you know, but, you know, it's going to take forever.
0: Al, appreciate your time as always. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. Thanks a Hal. Appreciate it. Al Weave is a homelessness advocate and joins me uh, quite often. He's been homeless. Um, he definitely can speak to this, and he's trying to help people that are homeless uh, get roofs over their heads. And so I always appreciate Al coming on. Jason says in a text message here to two zero four seven eighty sixty eight sixty eight. Well done, Hal. As a listener to the show, I agree. And so do many of my friends. Yes, give them a bin. Set up a camera. The city making a deal of something that will benefit homeless people and help the city keep clean. Please do not let up on this, uh, Jason and friends. Now, some people are concerned that if there was a bin there full of garbage, maybe it becomes uh, a fire issue. Um, Listen, I guess that's the case anywhere, right? Um, In back lanes, Uh, Whenever there's a a garbage buildup, It, it, it just seems to me like we're making this so complex, or the city is, and it doesn't need to be. Give them a bin. And then if we have issues, well, we'll deal with the issues. But at least then, if they want to keep their area clean, they can. They can. Rare no longer available food from your childhood oh boy we've even got the attention of julie buckingham julie buckingham co-host of the news here on cjob three o'clock every afternoon says hal canadian mint ice cream bar it had mint ice cream and a bar of chocolate in the middle thank you julie and julie will be on at three o'clock this afternoon Lisa Dutton, Global News Anchor. You want to weigh in here? Any food from your childhood that you miss?
3: Something that is back that I'm pretty pumped about is the rum and butter chocolate bar. Did you see that?
0: No, and I used to love those.
3: Yeah, rum and butter is back. And Hal, I want you to try it and I want you to tell me if it's the same. Because I've missed rum and butter. It's back. I I still buy one every time I'm in the checkout at the grocery store. But I don't feel like it's as good. Probably it isn't. And this is from my dad and my uncle, They are advocating to bring back Nielsen's Liquid 4 flavor. Has anybody chimed in with that today?
0: No, what is that?
3: It's a chocolate bar, Nielsen's Liquid 4 flavor. It was kind of like sections. It's similar to a caramel bar, but then everyone you busted open, kind of like a different flavor of goo would come out.
0: Huh, almost like a box of chocolates.
3: Something to that effect. But yeah, Nielsen's Liquid Four Flavor. And it was funny. I overheard you say to the one woman, uh, is this a regional thing? Growing (laughs) up in Saskatchewan, I grew up on Vico that the milkman brought. So Vico is chocolate milk. But in Saskatchewan, we called it Vico. And the Mm. milkman also delivered a juice called Beep. Are you familiar with Beep?
0: I am familiar with beep, yes. Right. Did
3: you guys have beep here as well?
0: Now, I grew up in southern Alberta. I've I've been here for over 30 years, but I grew up in southern Alberta. So we did have it it beep there. I'm not sure about here. By the way, somebody just weighed in on the rum and butter bar. Uh, They say, Hal, I agree with Lisa. The rum and butter bar is not the same as it used to be. (laughs) I'm going to try one, and I'll I'll let you know. But here's the thing. Is it really that it tastes different, or is it that... We don't remember it tasting this way. It was better when we were a kid. I wonder which it is.
3: You know, it, and it just, it seems like everything was better when you were a kid. The thing about beep that I get a kick out of, it's, it's similar to tang, right? You could almost mm-hmm. shave your tongue after. It was so sticky and sweet. <laughs> but my mom, God bless her, 80s mom, like, that was healthy, At breakfast, it was like, finish your beep before you go to school or you won't have the energy, you know. And Mm -hmm. I I remember my brother, he was big on the Mr. T cereal. The prize at the bottom of the cereal, what happened to that? That's not really a thing anymore. And the whole Mr. T thing got me thinking like celebrity endorsements. You know, if, if somebody's on a box or if somebody says buy it, I think that still goes a long way with kids
0: yeah yeah I think with kids especially yeah, yeah. for sure, yeah uh but the prizes in um um yeah the prizes in in cereal, uh, here's another one that I remembered. my dad used to buy this all the time, I thought it was gross, but my dad used to buy canned bacon it was called tulip t-u-l-i-p like the flower okay and the listener says it was great for camping my dad used to buy it i mean my dad ate stuff when i was a kid and i was like <laughs> why are you eat like head cheese like oh my gosh some of the stuff that he used to eat but yeah it's um and somebody said it's hard to find uh fishermen's friends the lozenges uh oh, okay but i think some of this might be supply chain stuff lisa because i am a big fan of the cashy granola bar Mm -hmm. and uh it's lowering calories it's good for you i have one every morning with my coffee and i cannot find them anywhere and i'm sure they still make them but i think maybe it's a supply chain thing
3: yeah you are seeing that that more and more i know i just saw fisherman's friend oddly enough when i was out on the hunt for tiger bomb which somebody Mm. just turned me on to do you ever use tiger bomb
0: i've heard of it never used it no
3: it'll fix anything you just rub a little bit headache you put it on your temples sore knee you put huh. it on your knee tiger bomb give it a shot if you have any uh, aches and pains so i this celebrity endorsement thing i just got to go back to it on the topic yeah. of celebrity endorsements and aches and pains i know we always talk coffee i recently started putting collagen powder in my coffee have you heard of this no Jennifer Aniston endorses, you know, one of these collagen in your coffee brands. And I'm like, OK, well, I'm going to do what she's doing because it seems to be working.
0: But <laughs> and is it supposed to help like your ligaments and whatnot or, or it, what?
3: It is. It's supposed to help with your hair, your skin, your nails and your joints. And I will say I've been doing it for some time now, I think for the amount of time that I should start noticing a difference. I haven't noticed it so much with my hair and skin, but I have less aches and pains. And I'm wondering if mm. that's why. So if you're looking for something to add to your, you know, 16 cups of coffee yep. a day, give collagen a shot because it's, uh, it's possibly working for me. I'm not sure.
0: Well, I know people that used to, that even now they'll drink butter in their coffee and they say, man, you, you, you can't, you know, coffee never tasted so good, but I, I'm, you know, I like the odd lot, the odd latte once in a while, Mm -hmm. you know, but I'm pretty standard when it comes to coffee. I've even pulled back on the sweetener and my milk in my coffee because I'm enjoying coffee more. It's less about the, the sugar or the sweetener and, and the milk or cream or whatever.
3: And I agree. I kind of call that growing up, you know, like I'm doing a little a a little less of all that, too. And you're just you're kind of I'm kind of starting to inch towards black coffee and straight vodka.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm somebody suggested Beep and Vodka. <laughs> beep and Vodka are very good together, somebody hey, there suggested. there we go, what a tie-in, and, what a tie-in. And several people have said, yes, tell Lisa, she grew up in Saskatchewan, okay. but we did have Beep here in Manitoba, we so did. that's We did, okay,
3: this is good. Okay,
0: somebody, what did you call the chocolate bar that had the different flavors in the middle?
3: Nielsen's Liquid 4 Flavor.
0: Because somebody just said, Hal, for me it was called the Treasure Bar, and I now remember it as the Treasure Bar. Okay. And the person says, Eat Square was a different flavor. I think it was made by Nestle, the only flavor that was not great was Turkish Delight. See, and I love Turkish Delight. Like, <laughs> Turkish Delight is one of my favorite <laughs> chocolate bars.
3: Yeah, and Nielsen's Liquid Four Flavor, I guess, this, what was it, Treasure or something?
0: Treasure Bar, yeah.
3: Okay, well, if if you see it anywhere, some of these candy stores, you know, they bring back all these retro things, but I, I mm-hmm. still haven't come across this for my dad and uncle, so maybe yeah. soon. Yeah, and I maybe think there's soon. a...
0: Somebody was saying there's a place downtown. I've got so many, honestly, Lisa, I've got so many text messages, I can't keep track of them all. I'll I'll go back and try and find it. Somebody said there's a place downtown that has a lot of this retro candy. Yeah, I believe it's called
3: Tia's or Tayas. It's right by 201 Portage here. Yeah.
0: There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Listen, this has been fun. Thanks a lot for doing this today and back to Monday next week.
3: You betcha. Thanks, Hal.
0: That is uh, Global News anchor Lisa Dutton. Yeah, boy, I can't even get to all the text messages and, and emails here, mostly text messages on these foods from when you were a kid that you loved, that you miss. or there are a few coming in, things you hated as a kid, but you ate them because mom and dad said you're eating it, and so you
1: ate it.